0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again with another episode, y'all. Back in 1984, at the men's prison, at the Walls, we call it, uh, Academy Award winning actress and Golden Globe winner, uh, Sissy Spacek, paid a visit to the prison so that she could research and get some, uh, I guess, background on what it's like in prison and things of that nature, because she was shooting a movie named Marie. Uh, back then so they wanted to come to the prison and get some type of information that was going to be related to her role but while she was there uh, an inmate was killed and uh, I'm going to share that with you uh, in this episode I hope that you enjoy it I think it's a good one Uh, so sit back and relax this is going to be one of those episodes that you want to share with your friends and family. okay so uh, sit back and relax and uh, enjoy the show Yeah, back in 1984, Sissy Spacek, she paid a visit to the men's prison, right? The Walls in, in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, when she was there, an incident happened, right? There was this guy. Uh, there was two guys, right? They were lovers. You know how it goes in here sometimes, you know. Uh, they were lovers. And one of the guys was cheating on the other. Word had gotten to the uh, other guy in the relationship that, you know, he was being cheated on, right? And and where it was going down, right? So he crept up on the scene and found out what was going on. Now, at the same time, Sissy Spacek and her entourage are being escorted into the prison, right? Now, any time in the prison when there's a uh, killing or anything like that, right, they do what they call a code. They call a code and the radios go off and they say, inmate is being stabbed or whatever the issue is, they say that over the radio. They use these codes, right? Code one, two, three, whatever the case may be. But they had a code and they code stood for, you know, the inmate. It's an inmate, inmate altercation, right? Killing, you know what I'm saying, in progress, something going on, whatever, whatever. But it set alarms off over the whole prison system, right? So she's freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Her entourage is freaking out. So, one of the guards that had been assigned to her, escort her on her detail through the prison and show her whatever it was she wanted to see and to keep her safe, he told her they escorted them to an area and told them to wait wherever it was in the prison that was safer for them. Right. So when they did that, these other officers they left the scene to go see what was going on. They had to respond to the code while the other officers stayed behind to protect. Miss Spacek and her entourage, okay? So they get to the scene and what it was is that the one guy in the relationship that was cheating, his lover had popped up on him while he was cheating with another guy. So when he came up behind him, he started stabbing him. Right? So the the, 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 the guy that was cheating takes out running. He's trying to get away from him, but he's hitting him in his back while he's running. And he can't get away from him because every time he hits him, it's slowing him down. He can't get away. Hitting him in the back. Hitting him in the back with that butcher. He can't get away. So he gets to the door and the officer that's manning the door is so traumatized, so shocked, he can't even get the door open. He's he's locked in on what's going on as opposed to the buttons that would have opened that door and let the guy get out. So the lover that's stabbing him he reaches around with the butcher in front of him grabs him by his neck raises his head up and hits him from one side of his neck to the other with one swoop cuts his throat cuts his throat he cuts his throat so badly that the man's head leaned back and if not for the meat on the other part of his neck like that on the back of your neck Take your hand and put it back on the back part of your neck. That's the only thing that kept this man's head from falling off. Now, blood is gushing out. Blood is gushing out. Everybody's looking like, golly, what's going on? What's going on, right? Now, in the other part of the prison, uh, Sissy Spacek and her entourage are like, what's going on? What's really going on? what What's really going on? So one of the guys that was assigned to her, had he had been told that they wanted to show him what some fake blood looked like so he could say if it really looked like fake blood or whatever the case may be. Why would people in Hollywood need to ask that question? I don't know. But what he told him, he said, you want to see some bl- fake blood? Don't worry about fake blood. I'm going to show you some real blood when we come back through here. So he goes to the scene. When he gets to the scene, this guy is laying on the concrete. Blood is just oozing out of his neck. You know, and it's like a puddle of blood that's building up around near his shoulder area and all that, and it's just going out like a circle. just keep expanding and expanding, right? It's over with. It's over with. He's gone. There's nothing that they can do. So they take a sheet and put the sheet down on on the floor, on the concrete next to him, gently lift him up and move his body. Now, when they lifted him up, they forget that his neck is almost gone. So when they lifted him up, his head just went back, boom, opened up. You could see the wound, right, where he had cut his throat, his head leaning back. So the officer takes his, his hand, one of the officers takes his hand, and he pushes his, he holds his head up by putting his hand on the back of his head so that, that the, the cut on his neck is closed, right? Then they lay him on the sheet, and they wrap the sheet in a way to where it secured his head and his feet, and they tied it around his feet. Then they put him on a gurney, like the kind you see on MASH Four seven seven, where they're running across the field. That's the kind of gurney that they had back then, right? So they got him on the gurney, and they're running down the hallway trying to get him to the ambulance because even though they know that he's gone, a medical personnel is going to have to do what they do, you know what I'm saying, and then decide to make the call that he's gone, okay? So they, they're rushing down the hallway. Miss Spacek and them are in the hallway as they're going to be passing by. She locks in on this man because blood is just pouring from this man's body as they are running. And when they get to the area where the ambulance is waiting, Miss Spacek and her entourage, they're right there. And she's transfixed on, ah, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? She's just staring at him. She turns white as a sheet. And she passes out. From the blood, she saw all of this blood and she, I would imagine that she could hear, because the officers were standing there, and as they were standing there, they were moving their feet, and you could hear that sound, like somebody walking through wet grass, very, very wet grass. That's how that sounded as they were walking through that blood. There was that much blood pouring from this man's body while they were standing there waiting to put him in the back of the ambulance and take him off to the hospital so they can decide whether he's going to, you know, when they're going to pronounce that he's dead and all that old kind of official stuff, right? So, Ms. Spacek, she's passed out. She hit the ground. Boom, she's out. They get her, to wake her up. This is Ned asking is she okay. She's fine. She's okay, right? But she wants to leave immediately. The tour is over. I don't need to see nothing else. Get me out of here. So they're escorting her out of the prison. Guess what happened while they're escorting her out of the prison? Another code gets called. Another inmate's been stabbed. She gets up out of the prison and don't look back. She does not look back. You know what I'm saying? And I can understand that. I just wanted to uh, let you know that in here, a lot of things happen that are unexpected. Prison is a place where nothing, for the most part, can be scripted or predicted. And whether you're a celebrity or, or, or whomever, when you make a visit into prison, always be aware of your surroundings. Always be aware of the exits. Always be aware of what it is that you're supposed to be doing while you're here and stay on the alert. As far as the people in here and the people that end up coming here, all I want to say to you is this. i said it once. I'm going to say it a thousand times. This place is not a place for anybody. And if you're out there and you're committing crimes, like I said, I know you're probably tired of hearing me, hearing me say this. But if you're out there and you're playing fast and loose with the law, you find yourself in an environment like this where another man can come up behind another man and almost decapitate him and then walk away from it. Now, he ended up getting prosecuted, but he had so much time it didn't matter to him. He was hurting because his lover was being with another man. But in this environment, anything can happen at any time. And people get killed in here. I know things happen out there. But in this environment, this is an environment that you can avoid. It's your choice to avoid it or not. You know? You don't have to come here. You don't have to continue to live the lifestyle that you live. In here, anything goes almost. Anything goes. Just wanted to drop that on y'all real quick so you'll know, you know what I'm saying, it gets real in here and it stays real in here, right? Just another example of how prison, you know what I'm saying, can get violent for you, right? This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.